The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, good morning, or good afternoon, depending upon where you are around the world. My name is Jeff Bishop, and we're here tonight with a bunch of great people, and we're going to have all kinds of great fun tonight. It's uh, it's Apple Christmas in September. You know, we believe in doing Christmas early around here. If anybody knows me, of course, uh, it's it's all about Christmas, and I would play Christmas music throughout the whole year. But you know, some people would drive them nuts, and but that's okay. Uh, tonight, we're here to talk to you all about the new iOS 16 release, and we're going to talk a little bit about some of the new devices just at, at the beginning of this, and in, in just a minute, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh some of the new features in in watch os 9 or as i actually wrote originally ios 9 because we were talking in the car and michael can pick on me about that tonight but before we get into all of that and we have a a pretty extensive outline plus your comments and questions and all of that great fun stuff let me introduce our panel tonight and first uh we have we have you know one of the best among us right now in reference to helping us you know drive this ship and uh it's belinda hey oh i didn't oh know. hello there hey there you are now you're unmuted <laughs> <laughs> thank I'm you very this. very much and we'll, we'll come back to you when we're ready to take questions is that okay with you it sounds good all right excellent and i uh, i brought two friends of mine with me tonight and many of you will know one of them and then an the other person is pretty new to our community, but he's marvelous indeed. So we'll start with the the person who all of us know because he's here on the community a lot, and that's Mr. Michael Babcock. Hey, Michael. People know me? That's impressive. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having hey. me tonight. Yeah, yeah. And why don't you introduce our other guest? Certainly. So um, I am pleased to introduce a friend of Jeff and my own, as well as a co-host on a previous show that we did and future plans to come to Mossy. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And I'm surprised that Jeff calls me a friend. So I appreciate that. That has made my night. Oh, oh, come on. Everything no, else that. that goes on tonight <laughs> is gravy, man. I appreciate it. Oh, Stop. Night. Glad to be and there, here. there's a lot of people out in the audience too, man. We got a lot of people here tonight, which is I'm which is really it. awesome. Well, what I thought we would do, uh, gentlemen, is start out by talking a little bit about, as you can hear, eloquence in the background. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But uh, why don't we why don't we start at the beginning here about the most recent Apple event? Does one of you do one of you want to take uh, you know like at the ten thousand foot level? What did what did Apple announce this last week? Sure, I will take that one. So on their September 7th event called Far Out, Apple announced um, the new Apple Watches, so the Series 8, uh, an updated Watch SE, the Watch Ultra, and also their new lineup of phones, which are the iPhone 14, 6.1 inches, iPhone 14 Plus at 6.7 inches, iPhone 14 Pro 6.1 inches and the 14 Pro Max uh, at 6.7 inches. Uh, a lot of features in all of those devices. And then also they announced new AirPod Pros uh, as well. So the AirPod Pros 2 are now out on the market. 
And I believe that's everything outside of the major I think so. features. Did we miss something, Michael? No. No, you guys yeah. did a real good job of recapping it. See, see, uh, Demasi and I are kind of, you know, doing this cold because you already had a practice run this afternoon. Two. Uh -huh. Two in the last 48 hours. Oh, man, what's going on, man? You're getting around. <laughs> well, so before we get into, you know, uh, talking about iOS 16 and all the new great features that are in it, let's talk a little bit about upgrading devices, whether we're coming from... Uh, you know, our existing device, whether that be an iPhone 11 or a 12 or, a you know, 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max, whatever it might be. Uh, what are some of the things that we ought to consider when we're looking at, you know, doing an upgrade to the next iOS release? Yeah. So one thing that I want to make sure that people are aware of when doing that upgrade is back your stuff up. It's very important to, to make sure everything's backed up. I'm all about that. I was super proud of my 103 day move streak or 93 day move streak one time. And I decided to reset my phone and not back my watch data up. And of course, I lost that move streak. So uh, definitely keep your stuff backed up. I recommend to back up the watch, then disconnect or unpair the watch or do the reset process and then uh, do your uh, upgrade. I'm sorry, I was talking about if I was resetting my phone, upgrading, yeah, you don't yeah, have to worry yeah, about just pairing it. <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that. And, and, and now what if you're getting a new phone, Damasi? What, what, how have you done that? recently have you are you using itunes or what 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 path are you taking in reference to that well typically my process for upgrading the os or switching phones especially is one do a backup do do a fresh backup to icloud before you start to set up your new phone and apple has a couple of paths for you to take to transfer data between devices you can do the device to device transfer that does seem to take a while in my experience uh, but it is seamless. Uh, you're just not going to have use of your phones until that, that process is done. What I tend to do, like I said, is do a fresh backup, uh, you know, manual backup to iCloud from my current phone. And then I start setting up the new phone and I just choose to restore from iCloud. And the reason I tend to take that path is because then I can start using the phone kind of immediately. And then apps are just downloading in the background and, and things like that iTunes is still a solution. Uh, iTunes is on Windows um, for backing up your device. If you're going to back up using iTunes on Windows or Finder on Mac OS, uh, make sure you check the box that says encrypt your backup. You want to do yes. that for two reasons. Uh, number one, because you don't want just random data sitting out there, but also in order to back up account passwords, health data, things of that nature you must have an encrypted backup otherwise you will find yourself in the scenario that michael was mentioning which is you set up your new device restore from a backup and all of your health data and your streak can move and all that stuff is gone because yeah not to mention re-entering all your passwords which right. uh, even if you have something like bitwarden or one password or whatever the case may be it's really painful it is it is have you have you found because i've done this both ways i've done an icloud restore i've done an itunes restore and i've done the you know, side-by-side -side devices. I have found, I don't know if you guys seen, have seen the same thing, but I have found that if I put both devices next to each other, that it actually transfers as though it were an encrypted backup. Have you guys uh, found does. that to be the case? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's really cool. So if you, if you, you know, can do it, then that really is a, a pretty seamless way to, to accomplish it. And I have found that even if you do that 
you know, side-by-side -side transfer. Once the devices come up from restoring your settings, because all of your apps download from the cloud, regardless of how you do this. Right, right. Right. You can start using your device pretty quickly. So it takes 20, 30, 45 minutes, something like that to do it with the side-by-side with the -side method. Uh, and and it's, it's really, honestly, the simplest way. But, you know, all of these methods will work. The key thing is, is just to make sure you're doing backups. That's the real key, you know, crucial thing here. Absolutely. All right. Well, what about apps? Uh, are there any caveats? Since we have a few of these that we're going to talk about when we start talking about iOS 16, but can you guys think of anything that that you know you want to keep an eye out for in reference to? Is it is it safe to to perform an upgrade? Is it you know to to iOS 16, or is there anything that might be new? in the new operating system that might catch someone off guard or you know anything of that nature one thing that i tend to think about when upgrading is being aware of and you'll learn a lot of that tonight but being aware of what apple may have changed when it comes to some of your apps uh example being i can't remember which version of ios it was where they kind of completely rewrote the notes app right so notes looked completely different or a couple of years ago when they redid um reminders like you started out one day with your normal reminders that we've been seeing for the past 10 years and then you updated your phone and the reminders app i mean it still worked but it was just completely different the layout was different the interaction model was different so being aware of any, especially system level changes that Apple has made that is going to change your experience when navigating your device and using apps. Well, I know of three issues. Uh, why don't we go through these and then Michael, let's see if you have any. Uh, some of these are pretty late breaking news. And if you're on Twitter, you know, it's best to comb through Twitter and look and see what people are finding. Or just there are, are are three known issues. The first one is, of course, uh, Voice Dream Reader. It it works fine, unless unless you use selection or highlight. Uh, there oh. appears to. Yeah, did you know about this? I did not. I did so not. this is interesting. Yeah, this is very interesting. So there was a post from the Voice Dream Reader author on Twitter, and he basically said if you rely on a visual highlight, so if you're low vision and you're using voice stream reader and you're using that visual highlight and you have words like or or acronyms or things that have quotes or apostrophes in them then there's a current bug in Apple's TTS engine that completely messes up highlight and uh you know the the actual speech that you're hearing as the highlight moves so if you're one of these guys then you might want to consider <laughs> not upgrading right now um that that's a pretty big deal uh especially if you're low vision and you rely on that feature yep, it is so just something to think about um how many of you are are uh, embraille users do you use embraille i do Either not one of you no okay no, well we all know about direct touch uh, direct touch uh -huh. is a is a method of of allowing you to you know, interact with a device, even with voiceover enabled. So this is true in games and things of that nature, as well as Embraille. And currently direct touch is broken, at least for many. <laughs> so if you rely on direct touch, this is not the same thing as, you know, Braille screen input, by the way, that's a different thing. But if you rely on direct touch, uh, then you might want to at least do a little bit of research Go to Apple Viz, do, you know, do those types of things, figure that out. 
and see what might be uh, running around there. It, you know, this is a brand new release, so we expect there to be some caveats here and a little hiccups here. here Jeff, do you know if that applies to direct touch typing too? Oh, oh. you know, that's a really interesting question. I have no idea. Actually. Yeah, I don't either. Why don't you go test that. it for us, Michael? And I will let do us that. Know. You, you, you guys keep talking <laughs> and, and, and I will test that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I, I, I am not good at direct touch uh, typing. You know, the, the, the whole, what is it? the flexi type keyboard interface yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of like i'm not except the, the prediction model is nowhere near as good as flexi's was uh at the time yeah another yeah. place that direct touch may affect people because it would affect me is um the apple remote app uh from oh. control center because the, and you have some options here so if you use and rely on the direct touch app and if you're already like me and you upgraded and didn't know anything about this problem uh you can go into accessibility settings and change the remote interaction to give you some on-screen buttons for up down left right okay oh really et yeah so that is available at any given time that's been there for a while but i used to be a very very heavy user of the uh apple remote app and then when it moved in control center still using it there simply because one i could always find my phone as opposed to finding the apple tv remote uh, <laughs> and it was more reliable as far as uh you know navigating around for me so uh, that's another place that direct touch is used very heavily yeah it, it, interesting okay and then for our uh diabetic um users of the iPhone and who may be using the Freestyle Libre. If you are using that, then there's something you need to be, be aware of. This is especially true if you use the TTS voice, which is separate than voiceover. This is the feature in the Freestyle Libre app that allows you to hear your glucose reading in a, a TTS voice. And it also tells you whether your blood sugar is rising slowly or rapidly or lowering slowly or rapidly. Well, in iOS 16, the TTS feature of that app is broken. So if that's not something you rely on and you use voiceover to get your blood, uh, blood glucose readings, then you're fine. But if you rely on that feature, then we all received, those of us that are freestyle customers, we received an email about that this afternoon, which is actually great. I was quite surprised that they did that. But uh they put out an email and, and notified all their customers that this indeed was a, a blocking issue. We knew about this from those of us that have been beta testing for a little while, or at least have known people who were beta testing. For a while, the Freestyle Libre 2 app was completely broken and crashed uh, with iOS uh, 16, but that, that's been uh, fixed for about a week or so. So that's at least good. Are there any other apps or concerns that uh, either one of you have heard about? So it sounds generally like TTS functions of third-party apps seem to be having some struggles at the release of iOS 16. Um, I haven't heard of any other apps. I can say that, yes, right now 16 is out and some of these things don't work, but that doesn't mean that, you know, in a couple of weeks, Apple could push another update that could help fix it or the app developers could figure out the issue. So don't be super discouraged if it, out the get-go you hear all these issues. We just want people to be conscious of them before they take the plunge and do the update. Yeah, and we know that 16.1 is coming because there is an iPad release coming out in October and, uh, you know, that will that will also come along with an iPhone iOS 16.1 release more than likely. So a lot of these issues that you're seeing right now are going to get resolved pretty quickly. 
So if you're not adventuresome and not wanting to jump on the bandwagon right away and, and look at all these really cool and amazing features that we're now going to talk about, then just hold on and uh, just sit back and learn. But if you want to dive in deep and you know get in and all and, and all the fun, then by all means go ahead and do so. Uh, I I would not hesitate to install it unless you know these are super critical concerns of yours that we're pointing out right now. Um, the big thing is you want to make sure you're monitoring sites like AppleViz. You want to make sure that you're keeping your ear close to the uh, to the community uh, it, within ACB. We'll let you know of any major issues that will, will come up. We'll make sure that it's in dots and dashes if there's anything that is, you know, hugely critical. But uh, we'll we'll try to keep everyone uh, as fully engaged as possible on this. We know this can be a trying time for some. We've actually heard that from some members. And so we want to just make sure that, you know, we're here to help all of you and and it, it takes a village to do it. All right, guys, let's dive in. And, and about halfway through this presentation, we're going to open it up for questions. So if you are uh, thinking about questions or comments, then let us get through our material and then we will uh, open it up and you can ask all the questions that you want. And we're going to try to leave a lot of time for that. So we put together an outline and we have uh, quite a bit here um, of stuff to go through. And I, let's see, where should we start, guys? Where do, where do you want to start, Michael? Might, might as well start at the big at the beginning that everyone's talking about at the beginning. Yep. Yes. And which is? <laughs> that is, Jeff, I hear there's new voices that can keep me company. Yeah, there's new the voices. That, amazing. New, new but huh? old. New but old. New but, new but old. Tell, tell us more, Michael. So for those who don't know, uh, the eloquence voices have come to the iPhone, which means if you are already comfortable with these voices, then you can use them on your iPhone and they work fairly well. Uh, going back to the bug uh, discussion, one of the things I've noticed with eloquence is a little bit weird as it reads numbers sometimes strangely with pauses in places where I don't think they should be. But yeah, aside does. from that, it is, it is available. It sounds pretty clear. And uh, it's, it's weird hearing Iowa or hearing eloquent say double tap to activate or, or slide to unlock. Demacia, are you, are you using eloquence on your phone? Oh, I am actually using eloquence in the voice stream reader. That's why that voice stream reader issue was so uh, interesting to me because I've been using it for a couple of weeks now and I use uh, eloquence just to read in voice stream reader for me uh, which is pretty good uh, as many people know I believe one of the reasons most people hold on uh, I believe one of the reasons a lot of people love eloquence so much is that you can read back at a very high rate of speed and still have intelligible speech um, so I've been using it there in, in uh, Voice Stream Reader, played around with it for a short time on the phone. And I have also noticed that with just some of the voices, some of the newer voices in general, that numbers and time especially is read, read out uh, wrongly sometimes. Uh, you know, oftentimes for me, it's three minutes and 45 seconds instead of 345 p.m. Yeah, or 345 millimeter, you know. Millimeters. Milliliters. Yeah. Mil yeah. Millimeters. Yes. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> I, it's been a long day, guys. <laughs> it, it, it goes back to the uh, have the screen reader or the text to speech share the information shared and not interpret it. I don't know how many emails I've been reading that are notifications apparently from North Carolina 
because it has the letters NC in the name, and that's always cool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, but have you noticed how responsive Eloquence makes the phone? It it seems to be very responsive, and and I really like using it. Now, I use a Pixel 5 sometimes as well, and Demos and I were on the phone. He goes, now I'm not sure which device you're using. Are you on the, <laughs> on the iPhone I or love the that. Android? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, same thing to me. They start talking. It's like, who's who's notifying me? Is that the Pixel over there? Or is that the yeah, Android? yeah, the Android phone. Which one is it? Yeah, The computer. Well, you can't get Eloquence on Android unless you bought it earlier, right? They yep. discontinued it. That's a very yep. sad day. It is. Very, very sad. Now, now there's another thing that they're not out yet, but uh, there's a new API that Apple has introduced that's going to potentially bring us more voices that might work across the um, across device experiences, right? Yeah. So, how what would you like to see come of this, Jeff? Because this is interesting. The capability is there, but what do people want to see? Well, I think what would be nice is if you could buy something like paul and kate one time mm. and use it in say voice dream reader or uh speech central or gotcha. a number of different apps right in other words yep. you license the the voice and then you use it wherever you want whether you want to use it as your primary voice on the phone or you you do it in an app or whatever the case may be yeah, that would that, be awesome that that is super cool and I'm, I'm really interested to see where that's going to go and how that changes up the licensing model for some of these these voices so for people uh listening just to explain a little bit of what's happening here apple has released an api that would allow third-party developers to uh push uh voice app vo voice tts's to the app store allow us to download them and then make use of use of them across the system so uh, across the system so as jeff mentioned like with uh paul and kate and voice stream reader you you can buy a voice inside of voice stream reader right now but it's only restricted to you using it inside of voice stream reader uh the possibility is now there for that voice to be just simply downloadable from this app store and used anywhere uh that this api is going to be supported yeah very cool all right. Uh, you can control punctuation settings now. So we have more verbosity of uh, being able to control what punctuation symbols do and how they're pronounced. And uh, there's lots of uh, flexibility there. I did notice that I'm using the pronunciation dictionary a lot more with eloquence than I did with other voices on iOS. Interesting. Kind of yeah. 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 Especially with some of the app names on my home screen. <laughs> it pronounces them very funny. So I don't like that. Yeah. So I want to fix that. Like Sirius XM says, it says it very strangely. Yeah, I use the uh, dictionary, the pronunciation dic dictionary. If I can talk, maybe I need my own dictionary. Yes, exactly. Uh, Don't pull a I, Jeff over there. Exactly. I use it to eliminate the word unread to, and say the word new in the mail app. So that way I get through them a little bit faster. Oh, Am perfect. I the only you're, person you're one of those guys. To have it uh, pronounce my name correctly. <laughs> no, no, Dwasi, I've just started pronouncing your name the way the voiceover does. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. Okay, let's see what else we got here. I'm trying to I'm trying new, to move something so I can get closer to my mic. New what, rotor features uh, for multi-line braille displays, and I haven't used or worked at all with a multi-line braille display. So, what were they? What what have they added with that, Jeff? 
Yeah, I don't. I have not looked into this too much yet. I, I uh, myself, because I don't have a multi-line braille display, but it looks like they're they're adding, you know, they're looking forward here in reference to like things like the canutes and things of that nature. Um, okay. And so, you know, being able to maybe bring additional features on that. So I haven't. I, I honestly have not spent a lot of time looking at that feature yet. Yeah, I don't have um, a multi-line display either, but it, it looks like they're just, you know, adding more navigational things that would make sense for multi-line. So being able to go up and down a, a entire line and changing your pan from being just yeah. uh, left to right to, you know, also up and down. Looks interesting. Uh, if somebody wants to, you know, share a multi-line Braille display, I'll happily tell everybody. Yeah, we're happy that. to test it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So new features to eliminate CAPTCHAs. Now, this under- one's fascinating to me. Yeah, it, it it is. Do you know much about this, Tomasi? The technology they're using for this, or have you heard of this? I have heard of it, um, and I have not turned it on because it's one of those features that I was excited to see how they were going to implement it at WWDC. And by the time I put the beta on my device, I had completely forgotten about it. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone's implemented it. No, that's that's going to be kind of the thing. Is some people are going to have to. It's going to have to be implemented. Uh, it's possible that services like say HCAPTCHA and Google Recaptcha could implement this and just make that a whole lot easier instead of you know mm-hmm. website owners themselves having to try to implement a feature directly. That that is my hope. Um, just just one second. I'm sorry. Um, hey Belinda, there's someone we're hearing that is breathing into their phone. Can you try to mute that? It's in Clubhouse. Oh, it's in Clubhouse. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure where the sound was coming from. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay. It was a little distracting me. So (laughs) it's just, (laughs) okay. Uh, But yeah, Um, super cool feature is going to allow us to bypass captions. Essentially, Apple knows that you're a human uh, because they have your data, you know, on device data to verify that you're a person using a phone. Right. So it just kind of gets the whole capture thing. Because you had to unlock your phone with some kind of biometric, Right, right? Right. So, you know, yeah, interesting. So if you're interested in playing with it, you can go to settings and then Apple ID, password and security. They don't hide this at all. And then automatic verification and turn that on. Yes, exactly. It's on by default, apparently. Okay, good to know. It's on by default, apparently. So, which is a good thing. Okay. Now this one, this one is interesting. And I've been playing with this. I'm not taking that many medications. Now I I do take a, a vitamin in the morning looks like more like a horse pill, honestly, than a vitamin, <laughs> but one of those giant things. But uh, new medication features. Now, this this uh, works on the phone and on the watch. So there's a medication app on the watch, and then uh, the feature is enabled in the health app on the phone, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So very you can set up reminders to remind you, and it's very flexible, by the way. So you can set up multiple times a day that you should take medication and it reminds you, you can tap on the reminder and and then you can log the fact that you took it and it logs all that data in the health app. So it's very cool. So if those of you taking medication, uh, you can, you can maybe get rid of an app that you might be using to do that with today. And if you weren't using an app to remind you, now you can make sure you stay on top of it. Some other cool features that come along with that in the health app, too, are the fact that uh, Apple, because you're entering the information for the medications that you take, like they're kind of doing some on-device intelligence, uh, AI, probably machine. Oh, yeah, that's right. To kind of, you know, look at, like, are there any known or or would these two medicines or three medications have any sort of weird side Mm -hmm. effects? And then they're alerting you to the severity of potential 
uh, clashes between medications and things like that uh, so that you can speak to your health care provider uh, about that. Yeah, and you can even scan your medication bottles and it will get all the data from them as well. So I have not tried that because the medication I am taking, it had, had no idea what it was. So <laughs> it was very strange. It's, uh, it's, not a, it's not a prescription. It's a, uh, it's a medication that I can buy over the counter. So it's, uh. it, it's one that, you know, if, I'm sure if I got something from the pharmacist, then, I would, then it would know because I yeah. think they have all that data. I'm going to have to play with this a little bit because I take a medication on an occasional basis. It's not a regular one. So it'd be interesting to see what options are available to me for that. Uh, it's very and, flexible. So. I mean, it's crazy flexible how much uh, configurability you have in that thing. I mean, Do, my friend, can you? My, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. My friend Paul uh, has it so that it, you know, he has to take medication every three days. Mm. So, you know, like Monday, Thursday, and then what would that be? Sunday, Wednesday. And yeah. you know what I mean? So they're not the same days of the week all the time. And it even does that. And like and you mark it complete when you've taken the medicine. Is that exactly? Correct? Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is handy and could definitely be helpful for a lot of people who are, are using their phone to keep track of their medical information. I've, I've been talking with Demasi and a few other people about how our phones and our watches are capturing a lot of medical data and we may not know what we're doing with that medical data right now, but that could become valuable information for you in the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very good. Now, this one is interesting, all about the Apple Watch and controlling the Apple Watch from your phone. Yeah, you now, told me about this yesterday, and I, I haven't played with it, and I played with it, too. It's really cool. It's very cool. Man, so I really like this feature. Yeah, have you played with this, one I forgot about. Yeah, it's one I have forgotten about from WWDC also, but uh, when you reminded us of it, I was like, man, this is really, really cool. It's the bomb, man. I mean, if you need to do a bunch of stuff on your watch where you're moving apps around or you're organizing stuff, man, do it on the phone. Yes. You know? Just, you got a big screen. You don't, you're not having to you know, flick around on a little glass surface, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. And you, and the audio comes out of the phone and, and it even uses eloquence if you're using that. So it's not restricted to the uh -huh. voice on the, on the watch. Uh, it's awesome. It's, it is. It's awesome. Yeah. And one it, of the other nice things about it is it, let's say you have dexterity impairments or, or you can't, you yeah. can't actually physically interact with your watch, but you want to, again, going back to that health, capture that health data on your wrist and be able to see what information is being captured. You can use voice. Is it called voice commands? Voice commands on iOS to control your watch from your phone with your voice. That sounds very meta and convoluted, but it's amazing what's available now. Yeah, yeah, it's it really it's un, it's unbelievable, and they also now allow you to remotely control another iOS device from your iOS device. So you could have oh, an iPad. Whoa. So you could have an iPad sitting up on the shelf on your entertainment center, and you could be sitting in your recliner, and you can control the iPad from across the room from your iPhone. Now, in that case, the speech comes out of the iPad, which is kind okay. of kind That's, of interesting. Yeah. And, uh, but that works too. So there you go. You can, you can basically control anything you want in your world from your iPhone. Do they all have to be on the same Apple ID? Like, they can I control do. the kids as iPhone? They do. Yeah. Yep. That's a, yeah. Oh, come on, Michael. Now, you know, Apple and their, their privacy. <laughs> same iCloud account. <laughs> that's right. Hijack somebody else's Apple device. <laughs> come on. You could integrate that with family, Apple. You could, you could. 
They could, but they won't. Just so, what's the number? So, what's the number one question people ask about the new iOS releases, guys? About the lock screen? No, 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 no. What in general? In general, overall, what is the what is one of the number one questions people ask about an iOS uh, release? What's new with Siri? There you go. Yeah. Tick, yeah. <laughs> the Siri work is now. is yeah. Siri actually usable now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Siri I don't know that I would go that far that it's changed radically, but you can do some cool things. In fact, you can, if you if you want to be mean and nasty, you can you can do some very interesting things to people without touching their device, right? So you can do things like turn off their phone. You can say, "Hey, yes, person, uh, shut down my phone," and it, you can tell it to, to you can tell it to restart your phone. Yep. Okay, yep, that worked. Yeah, you. Oh, we have new Siri sounds. I don't know if this will pick it up or not. I don't know. Let me see. Right. Doom. Yeah. Yep. It's not going to. Yeah, it's too quiet. It's too quiet. That's the complaint I have about these new Siri sounds. So they changed the Siri sound and they lowered the frequency of the sound, but they've also made it quieter. So if you're out, say, you know, walking along a street and there's lots of traffic, a lot of times you won't hear the Siri sound. At right. least I don't. So that's kind of annoying. Unfortunately, I've gotten into the habit now with iOS 16. Uh, um, oh, wait. Yeah, we're on 16. All these numbers yes. are confusing. We're not on nine like I thought. <laughs> so unfortunately, I've just gotten to the point where I just press and hold the button for a second, say my command and hope that it's actually listening because you're right. The, the sounds are a lot lower. Another thing you can also do with this is hang up calls. You do have to turn this on. And I've heard people say it didn't work and, and I couldn't get it to work for the longest time. I can't get time. it to work either. So I did just do it and I tried it probably five or six times. I was on mute before we got to the section because I wanted to see if it got to work and it's working reliably for me now. So once you oh, turn it well, on, what well, I had it's to release do, day, they, they got yeah. it working now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what I had to do is say HS for, Hey, and then the other word that Siri that you don't normally put multiple words between yes, anyways, exactly. uh, yes. hang up and then you'll hear that very faint sound, which is really weird to hear that sound when you're on a call and then it'll say, okay, or I th forget exactly what she said. And then the phone uh, hangs up and you're back on your home screen. So it does work and it can uh, work. The other thing is, is you can answer calls by saying, Hey, uh, and the voice assistant's name and yes. And then you can answer the call because it'll prompt you if you want to answer the call when someone is calling you. Yeah. Now, now there's another feature where you can press the side button to hang up on the call, but I haven't gotten that to work either. Has, does that work for either one of you? I haven't gotten that to work either. Yeah, I haven't played with it. But yeah, I, you know things like that don't work for me in general because uh, none of the stuff Michael just mentioned has ever worked for me with uh, Siri either. Uh, another feature that they've added to Siri is you can now go in and adjust the amount of time you have oh, that's before right. Siri stops listening, which mm -hmm. is going to be super handy for a lot of people, including me sometimes when I'm like, you know, hey, send a message to, and then I'll pause for a second. I was like, wait, who was I actually messaging? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. But, by, you know, so being able to adjust that length of time out a little bit uh, will give people more time to get their commands completely out, uh, especially if you're yeah. getting like me where you forget things. Yeah, well, I, I, trust me, it only gets worse, Demasi. You're young yet. <laughs> <laughs> it only gets worse. It only gets worse. Okay, we have we have quite a bit left to do, and it's already 35 past the hour. Um, let's hit some of these really fast, and then we can focus on some of the 
some a couple of these big bigger ones real quick. Uh, dictation now it it knows about punctuation, so you don't have to do things like hello comma how are you period that kind of thing. It will know based on uh, how you are speaking and the length of pauses in your voice, so it will do that automatically for you. But please review it before you send it because yes, it's always not review things that you send perfect. to Siri. Yes. Please, please, please do not. Yes. Um, uh, I, I don't think I listed this here, but there's all new focus modes now, focus mode settings in iOS 16. Yes. I was, and I was uh, going to try to insert those somewhere because I like those. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I totally forgot to put it in here, but there's uh, new, easier ways of configuring focus mode. So you have an allow list and a silence list. And so you can you can go ahead and and either allow, you know, people a few or things or deny or, or deny yeah, them, which makes yeah. it a whole lot quicker to set them up. Um, exactly. And another feature that I really like too is focus filters. I've been playing around with those yes! today because there are a few more apps that have released and updated. Fantastical with, uh, came out with one. Yes, that's that's what I was waiting for, man. That's what I was waiting for. That 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 app is amazing, by the way, Fantastical. It is. And so so to why don't you describe what what are focus filters? So focus filters are the capability uh, to when you go into a specific focus mode to have apps respond to that in some sort of way. So the example that I, I tested out initially was uh, the default mail app, Apple's mail app. When I go into my work focus, it automatically switches the mail app to my work accounts uh, inbox and, um, and making sure that when I open up mail, that's all I see. With Fantastic Al, you're able to set calendar sets. Uh, there's going to be some more apps getting updated with these features that will allow you to just kind of customize what you see uh, based off a focus mode. So when I go into personal focus mode, you know, that work inbox goes away, which is, you know, kind of awesome, too. I love that. And uh, I'm planning on taking a good portion of December off later this year. And I'm going to be utilizing that. And I'm going to turn all of my work stuff off and just reboot. All right. So I can, can re-energize myself. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's a bit dodgy from the standpoint of working with it with voiceover. And I think there's a little bit of work that needs to be done here, but you can you can customize. Really? This was on Do Not Disturb. That's, def, that's not working well, is it? Um, so uh, you can customize your lock screen. So you can add widgets to your lock screen. So for example, I have on the top, I have a next event widget. And then uh, below the time, I have a weather widget and a precipitation widget and a fitness widget on my lock screen. So I can always keep an eye on what my rings are doing. So you can do all kinds of crazy stuff. And, and apps are coming out all the time with the ability to, uh, you know, add more and more lock, uh, widgets that you can put on your lock screen. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Have either one of you played with this yet? Oh yeah, man. I have uh so I have the Fantastic Out up next widget on the top for me. Um and I have let's see. I have a drafts widget that will take oh, me to what? a new draft. What? Yeah, those are out too. What? Well, hold on. Let me let me clarify the drafts thing for you, Jeff. I'm on the beta, so I don't know if it's been updated. Uh, so am I. I, I have okay. to go get yeah, that. Those are there. Those are. Oh there. my uh, god. Oh my god. Can you do? <laughs> can can you can you dictate into the draft on the lock screen? No, no, no. It's gonna have to launch the app. We, we haven't. Oh, Apple hasn't given okay. us. Well, that you got me all excited. Though. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Carrot also has lock screen widgets. Uh, Overcast has a lock screen widget, and you can select a specific playlist to launch from there. Uh, I haven't actually played with that. I do do have yeah. It, screen, that looked confusing to me though. I couldn't figure out like is that multiple widgets or is that I I I tried to add that one and I couldn't figure it out. So I got to play with that more. Yeah, and as Jeff mentioned, like right now, getting widgets on your lock screen and customizing them is a little finicky with voiceover. The most luck I have had in actually getting it to work and successfully doing it, you know, after trying maybe two or three times is to go through settings to wallpapers and then start from there with the customization. Okay, let's talk about door detection here real quick. I actually recorded a video. I didn't have time to edit it, but uh, let's play this. This is, uh, I am outside. No, well, not right now, but I was outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm doing this from my uh, car. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and and uh, I tried to, there was a crying baby in the apartment across the hall. So you're going to hear potentially a baby crying. That was not me. I'm not, you know. <laughs> and so basically the way this works is you can you can go into the magnifier app and you can turn on detection and then you can do things like people detection, door detection and image text uh, detection and or in image detection. So I only turned on doors. And so if I play this, can you hear it? So it's Selected. I'm bringing up the magnifier here. Yep, we hear it. Oh, and yeah, you're hearing, you're hearing, there you go. Door seven feet away. Door eight feet away sign, accessible, left. Door six feet away text, delirie slash ear biwa attack on do. So there's a sign. Door three feet away text, beware attack cat on duty K102. Door one <laughs> foot away text, on duty. Okay, so that is the sign on our door. Uh, beware cat on duty. It's my wife's sign on the door and that's our apartment number. Now I won't give you my address, but, uh, that it does, it does reliably read that as well. So K102 and it read the sign. And this is really cool because, uh, I, I was at work and I could walk down the hall and point my camera at office doors and it would read to me the office number. And if there was a sign on the door that told me who the people were that were in that office, it actually read to me the names of the people that were in that office. And it was magical, man. It was it was great. Now you have to have an iPhone Pro or Pro Max to be able to do that because it uses LiDAR to do mm -hmm. that. So cool stuff, man. It's 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 neat. It, as you heard that clicking sound, it, the clicking gets faster as you get closer to the door, and uh, it works from a pr pretty far range away from the door as well. Have you it's guys played with this? I have not because I don't have a pro and the pro max that is in the household has not been upgraded to 16 yet. Oh, so, uh, well, you I, need to I do will, that. I will give it a play. It is also kind of making it a little bit more difficult not to buy a new phone this year because I wasn't planning <laughs> on upgrading. Um, yes. It is really cool. And it is also very customizable as to what feedback you get and how you get it and, and things like that as well. So super useful. And Jeff, I'm guessing you finally found the office of that guy who stole your sandwich that one time out of the refrigerator, right? Uh, well, I don't bring many sandwiches to the office because I've got a really <laughs> weird diet. But other than that, yeah, no. Uh, so I'm, I'm skipping a number of things on the agenda here real quick. We'll come back to this and circle up back to them, though, if we have time. Uh, two, two other things I wanted to talk about uh, in general were mail and messages. We'll take messages first. And 
Michael, how, do you, what's new in messages? Yeah, I see why you're taking messages first. So one of the things you can do in messages is you can unsend a message if you sent it. Now, you can unsend it within two minutes of sending the message, but know that the other person who you are sending the message to must also be on iOS 16. The person will be aware of the fact that you have unsent a message, but it is available now and you can take a look at that. The other feature is you can edit messages up to five times within 15 minutes. And mm -hmm. you can go back and look at the edits of those messages if you'd like. The last thing that I'll mention is... See, I don't think they should allow that. Well, going back and looking at them or editing the messages? Well, I mean... I, I I don't think that people should be able to go back and look at your corrections, though. Should, should they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if the other users can. Oh, I, mean, I don't know. That's interesting, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we should, I, let's we play. Should... Let's let's test this afterwards. We'll send okay. some nice little, uh, <laughs> you know, things to each other and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, editing <laughs> messages isn't new to messaging platforms, but yeah, I don't I don't know how the other end works. Um, and then <laughs> one last thing I want to mention: Demasi did record a video of this, and you can get to that at Payone. Live p a y o w n dot live. Uh, when you go over there, you'll you'll be able to listen to how, uh, unless he has it ready to play, how iMessaging messaging and voice messaging is a little different. Demasi, can you talk briefly about that for people? Uh, yeah. So very briefly, we're used to before iOS sixteen. So if you're still on fifteen or or below, you can go down to the uh, record audio message button, double tap and hold, and record an audio message. That is gone in iOS sixteen. You now have to bring up your messaging apps first and then on that bar you will find a button that says audio double tapping that will bring up an interface for you to record and send an audio message uh, so i just kind of walk people through that that process step by step in the video and no i don't have it queued up to play uh but as michael said it is on youtube for people to check out yeah, so that's messages. And cool. Jeff, there's a feature that a professional like yourself and mail would use. Uh, if, if you're sending messages late, what's that? Oh, send later, huh? Now, we've had this in exchange <laughs> for a while, but this is cool. So you can schedule, although it's not, it, there's some issues with it from an accessibility perspective right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so focus but, issues with setting the time. Uh, yes, exactly. The, the, the default kind of can, you know, tomorrow morning, whatever, you know, preset things, you're you're kind of okay. But yeah, actually setting the, the actual time, the date seems to work fine. Trying to set the time that you yeah. want to schedule it is, is But they'll is fix it. Buggy. They'll fix yeah, it. They'll get it right. Yeah, they'll get it right. So yeah, so there's just some cool things. Um, hey, for those of you who are... Uh, hard of hearing you might want to take a look at the new beta feature for live captioning and it actually works with braille so that's pretty cool i have not played with that have you played with that no. any of you not on ios on android i did but not on ios yeah i have not played okay. with it on iOS yet. and finally you can now train ios to recognize sounds within your environment so again if you're hard of hearing you can train it so that it recognizes sounds that it may not know about already like babies crying and dogs barking and doorbells and all those all those oh, kinds man, of he took what i was going to say like that crying baby you exactly baby is crying. yeah something and, like that and one thing i don't know if you knew this jeff i i stumbled upon it you can trigger an automation based on a recognized sound wow. so if you have a sound that it recognizes you can trigger that automation to start running then as well Woohoo! love is cool. that 
Yeah, I yeah, I didn't know that. Use that myself now for something. <laughs> hey, look, we only went over two minutes from what we told. Uh, Belinda that's that that's good. Do. That's that's not bad. We we waffled on a long time, and we I don't know that we put anybody to sleep, but we can see right. I hope not. So, so we're ready for questions. I think. All yeah. right, you've already have one recent. Oh, there they go. All right, All let's right. go. First up is Melissa. Good Hello, evening, Melissa. gentlemen. Hello. Oh, whoa. I'm hearing an echo. Oh, that's loud. Okay. <laughs> um, this is Melissa here in Burien, Washington. And it's great to have you gentlemen with us. Um, so my question is, um, you talked about Siri. And that's great that it's got a different sound to it and all those things. But are there new Siri voices? And what are the other voiceover voices? You mentioned eloquence, but you didn't mention some other ones. Mm. Uh, you know, I... I are any of you able to play some of the voices um, through your board at, at all? Uh, if Demasi can't, I can shortly. Okay, we'll we'll make we'll make this up as we go along, so you can you can <laughs> configure your device. Okay, so uh, if you if you uh, if you ever had a Mac, they have a, they had a bunch of the novelty voices and all of the all of the voices that that ship with say Jaws like Reed and grandpa and the child voices and all of that all of those come with uh come with eloquence so you get get all of those there are some additional ones as well there's there's a ton of them i think there's what 40 or something new voices something uh, like that wow uh, yeah, yeah there, and, there, there's a lot of them uh i'm getting to them now as i vamp a little bit and some of these i won't be able to play because they're not downloaded uh and what about the Siri voices? So there's no different Siri voices. It's just the five that have been in there since iOS 15 right. point whatever when they added that fifth voice. Um, and the voices that Demasi's going to have to demo because I forgot that I lost my lightning adapter uh, are, are available <laughs> for voiceover. And I believe you can get all of those in third party apps. Can't you, Jeff, right now or not? Like Elephants uh, and the... Yes, most of those are well, at least in uh, voice stream reader, they are working. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't tested them there. Uh, so I do have a uh, read from Eloqu Eloquence and uh, voice stream reader, and I've tested some of these other ones. Are you guys able to hear that? Yep. Yeah, there's Allison. That's that's old though. Yep. Uh, so you might want to turn it up just a little bit. I'm going to mute. Thank you, gentlemen. You're sure. welcome. So we got Allison, Ava, Bruce, button. Bruce, selected, eloquence, read, button. Uh, there's eloquence, read, Evan, button. Evan, Fred, button. Fred from Mac OS. Yeah, Fred, Fred's old. Joel, button. Fred, Joel, button. So, I mean, Fred is old. I didn't think he was on my phone before now. Yeah, he's button. been on your phone for a little yeah, while. Yeah, he's been on your phone. Oh, you can't get okay. rid of Fred. No, he's Nathan, always there. Button. Fred's Nathan, always button. there. Nathan, Cassie. Nathan's button. new. Nathan's uh, new. Yeah. Nikki's new. Noel, button. Noel. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there, there's a lot of them. Uh, and also in, in some of the other languages, there are also new voices. So like the Australian English does have new voices. Uh, Applevis has a great, uh, well, they have two podcasts, one for foreign languages and one for U.S. Uh, voices. And you ah. can go listen to that and, and, they, and they walk through all all of the voices that are uh, available. So you might want to give that a shot. Hi, and, everybody. Uh, hello, who's <clears throat> that? Oh, oh, I, I apologize. Uh, my, my name is Micah Growl. Uh, Hello. Hi, it's nice to meet you. What, what's your name? Uh, do you have a question for us? 
Oh, well, I was just going to say, I was going to make a comment that uh, not, not, not only the uh, older robotic voices are, are available, but there's Evan and there's, there's uh, Nathan too. Yep. That's and right. Yep. They're, they're very good. So yep. I, yep. Oh, oh yeah. And the question I have is, so I tried to, um, hold on a second. I, I'm in my house. I'm not I just a coffee. Hold on. Okay. Mm, apologies. Um, question I have is, um, I tried to do the, um, double tap and hold on your, on your screen. And so I you're went, on, you're on a, you're on a wave there. Can you, can you try to move a little bit? We're not getting a lot of your words. Yeah, we, okay. we we lost you in Clubhouse. If you're in Clubhouse, we lost you. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, uh, who else we got? We have Diane. Hey, Diane. Yeah, hello, um, Jeff and Mike and um, everyone else who is <laughs> running this. Um, I, I'm really enjoying it. Um, my I think you said earlier um, that it's going to be possible to make changes to your watch using your phone. That's correct. And um, I'm wondering if there's any limitations to the series of watches that this would apply to. I have a, a series six watch, for example. Yeah, that will work fine. That will work fine. Yep. It'll work just fine. It's it's any watch that's supported on watchOS nine, which I believe is series, series four, four and greater. Yeah, yep. series four and greater. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. And you should be all set. Th thank you very much. You're more than welcome. No problem. Thanks for asking. Uh, do we have anyone in Clubhouse by chance? We we do. We have a couple of people um, in Clubhouse. Okay. Why don't we? Uh, um, Miss. Okay. Misty, you may unmute. Okay, there we go. Can you guys hear me now? Yes, we, we can. can. Okay, yeah, this is uh, Misty. Uh, so a couple of quick uh, questions, if I may. Um, the first one is with eloquence. I know with a lot of the um, uh, new speech kinds of voices, you can only go up to a certain speed, and it's actually still pretty slow. Can you actually get eloquence up to the speed you can, like, say, on a PC? And like really fast and stuff. And my second question is with the hanging up with Siri. Um, is there a way to do that so that people don't hear you talking to Siri before you hang up? Thanks. Um, I don't know if people hear you talking to Siri because I tried it with automated systems because no one likes me enough to answer my calls when I call them randomly. Uh, so we, we can play with that and try that. Demasi, do you have a way of switching to Eloquence to speed it up to show how fast it goes? Because it goes super fast. Oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> is that at 100, Demasi? Nope, that is at 85. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. It's very, very, very fast. And for some of us, it's too fast. Yes. yes. <laughs> Me too, actually. No, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Some of us have old ears. I was going through. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Did you have another question? Uh, hello. Can you guys hear me now? Uh, yes, if we can hear you. If you're in Clubhouse, okay. could you please uh, wait your turn and raise your hand? There are several other folks who have their hand raised, so please wait your turn. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> so the question I had earlier, Sir? I 
Um, My, uh, your name, Michael? Uh, no. Uh, or, yeah. Could you wait your turn? There are others who are waiting before you. I will uh, go to Michael D's here in um, uh, Zoom. Go ahead, Michael. So, Michael Doeese is the yes, name you'll call it. you. Yep. yep. Okay. I was just going to let you guys know there was some new development today. Uh, Dark Sky, I don't know if folks are familiar with this. Dark Sky, which has been added into the weather app, uh, is losing support as of beginning of next year. So, if you, I, I love the notification sounds for that, but as of iOS 16, that is now all rolled into the weather app. Okay, so so uh, is that true for all notifications then, Michael? Do you know? They say that support for Dark Sky will be unavailable as of uh, January 1st, 2023. So I don't know if that means all notifications, but the forecast module of Dark Sky will be unsupported and they're telling people to use the weather app. Okay, that's that's interesting. That's that's cool to know. So yeah. um, you, you now can have up to 50 different uh, cities listed and you can get, you know, alerts about each of those 50 cities sent to your phone uh, up from 20. So you, it was 20 in the past. Now it's up to 50. And now mm -hmm. I can remove an app from my Apple folder. So dark sky, it will go bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. Like for, for me, I love those notification sounds because it lets you know, oh, I need to pay attention to this. And the weather app just gives you that, that doo -doo -doo, the tritone. So that's... Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had it play. Uh, dark sky has not played sounds for me in uh, quite some time. So... I, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it still works here, but yeah, that's interesting. Good. Okay, good. I have been using carry weather. Uh, you got anything else, Michael? No, that was it. Okay, cool. You were saying, you wanna... Demasi, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was just saying, I've been using carry weather and carry it, uh, and I'm pretty sure all other third-party apps are going to do this as well. Apple's weather API is already uh, out and available to developers, uh, and Carrot is making use of that as well, so I'm pretty sure other app developers will be making. So you're not just restricted to getting those notifications through the weather app, I don't think. Um, I've been using uh, Apple's weather as the source in Carrot for about the past two months. Are, are they doing 10-day forecasts now, Demasi? Yes. They are. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Because it used to be just a dark sky feature. So we have seven, it looks like, hands in Zoom, and I don't know how many in Clubhouse. So what do we how want to do take? How many do you have, first? Cassandra? I have one, just the one, just the one guy. Oh, Okay. So let's go ahead and get his question answered, and then we'll go to these last seven in Zoom. So go ahead, sir, in Clubhouse. Okay. <clears throat> oh, are, are, are you talking to me? Yep. Yes, you may, okay. you may. All right, sorry. So I had to, I had to unmute. So um, I just tried to use the lock uh, where you can add stuff to your lock screen, and I, I double tap and held, and I chose, like, the, the weather widget. Uh, but so I, I, I tapped on the weather widget, but there wasn't a done button. There was just like a, like a close button at the, at the top left. And then yeah, I, exactly like, all, I, I just hit that. And then, but then I went back and nothing was, nothing was added. So I, I don't yeah. know what to do. It's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit finicky, as I said before, as we all said before. So I, I would oh. just kind of hold on there. Um, if you're going to do it at all, I would go into settings wallpaper and then click on customize, uh, double tap on customize oh. and go it that way as opposed oh. to double tapping and holding on uh, an oh. icon on the well, screen. Well, I, I just wanted to 
I just wanted to add stuff to the lock screen, but I should probably wait till uh, point you, you one. Can, I have been able to do it the way I just told you. So if you want to give that a try, oh, that oh, would be one oh, way oh, to do oh, that. Okay. Oh, oh, yep. oh, okay. Okay. Well, thanks. You're more than welcome. Uh, All right. Let's go get the. Uh, All let's right. Go get next the seven up is Donna. Hello, hey, Donna. Hey, so I have a question. So, um, this iOS 16 came out today, correct? It did at one o'clock today, Eastern time. So mine is only telling me when I go to look, it's only telling me 15.7. Uh, what are you on? Can you tell me? I'm on a 13 max. Uh, no, that should be available. So um, two things. Number one, it may help if you restart your device because I, I that's always a good way to test it is to turn off your phone, turn it back on. The other thing is, is 15.7 is the first thing it's going to prompt you with. Um, you may need to three finger flick up to move your screen down so you can see the options below 15.7. Oh, that's great. Right. I do it visually. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So you'll want to scroll your screen because I was okay. walking my little brother through updating and he's like, Oh, you mean 15, seven? And I said, no, I mean 16. And it took him a minute to scroll his screen to actually see 16. Okay. Cause they're, se they're separating security updates from feature updates now. Yep. Yep. Oh, so I need, I would probably have to update that. I mean, put that other one on too. You don't need no. to put 15, seven no, no. on. You just need okay. to go further down the page. Okay. Yep. Yep, All right, you can I'll just do put that. 16 on there. There you go. That's a great question. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Really good question. Yeah, Thank great you. Question. Woo woo. <laughs> Who is next, Belinda? Great. Next up is Christy. Hello, Christy. Hello, Christy. Hello, Christy. Hello there. How are y'all doing? Good. Great. Good, good. Uh, well, I just wanted to find out do you have to use hey, you know, S word to, and hang up, or can you hit the side button to activate it and hang up, or do you have to stay a boy? Do it hang up. Well, if if the feature would work, you're supposed to be able to hit the side button, but I have not gotten that to work. So, uh, okay, I went and turned it on. I mean, I, I went and turned the thing on with Siri, uh, and I went in, into the side button thing where it said prevent lock screen or lock button from hanging up that switch is actually off yeah so, you mean, want it off it's, it's the it's the opposite yeah, of yeah, and it exactly. is off. yeah yeah it it's is. not working for me and i have not spoken to anybody where it has worked so <laughs> okay well, 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 well welcome to a dot o release yeah. yes yeah and you do <laughs> if you do want to hang up hands for you do have to say hey s lady i did just try to make a phone call and press and hold the side button and then say hey, just hang up and it did not work so right now I you'll see. have to say hey s person hang up yeah right right i i got you we'll, we'll try so, that at the end of the zoom call and see if it works yeah right <laughs> right right perfect okay, thank you christy and, yep thanks a lot thank you yep Right, next up is Nikki. Hey guys. Hello. Hi. Hey. So I don't actually have a question, but I just wanted to let people know this. Um, I don't know how many people read this in Apple Viz, but um, one of the things they said was that if you used Eloquence and you tried the uh, Braille screen input with contracted Braille, that you had this horrible delay that made it unusable. Now, I don't oh. know if they changed something from the release candidate to today or if uh, I'm just lucky or it's not happening to everyone, but 
if you do use Braille screen input and you want to use Eloquence, try it out because I did and I, man, it was really responsive. I had no problems at all. In fact, I agree with you guys about Eloquence. It is so responsive on the phone. It's so I responsive, it. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. And I'm not able to replicate that. I just tried sending a text message with BSI and it seems to be as responsive as normal. So they may yeah. have fixed that as well. Probably yeah. more so, I think, than my other, when I used Allison in 15 and I think mm. it was even more so. So. There you go. I just there wanted to let everybody know that. Awesome. Thank you for that. Oh, thank, you. Uh -huh. thank you. A lot of great comments tonight. Next up, we have Diane, a different Diane. <laughs> Hi, Diane. Hi. How you doing? Hi, uh, um, my question, well, it's kind of a two-part. One's not really related to the other, but I need to know in case I have to do it. Um, have you heard anything about the Hable 1? Is, is that working okay with 16? Does anybody know? It should. I, I don't expect that it would not have a problem, but I have not tested it. Okay. And then my other question was, I have a 13 Pro, and how would I, um, if I have to reboot it, how do I do that? To, to, to do the upgrade? Yeah. Well, if, just in case I need to, if I need to turn it off, turn off my phone in case I feel I need to turn it off after I upgrade it. Uh, you mean with Siri, or what do you mean? No, just... Just to turn it off. How do you turn off the phone? Oh, you can. Done. Yeah, you can hold down the the volume up button followed by yeah. volume down, and then hit the, hold down the power button, and that will then bring up the power menu. So all three of those, and okay. Not at the same time, though. No. Nope. Press, oh, okay. press and hold volume up, release. Press and hold volume down, release. Press oh, and hold lock button, but do it as a as a fluid motion. That's oh, right. okay. 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 So that way, I know if I have to should ever have to do it. Cool. Okay, and then, well, thank go ahead. And then there is also an option to turn off your phone under settings in general, if that's easier for you as well. Oh, okay, great. Didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, next up is Jewel. Thank you, Belinda. Jewel, go ahead. Hi. Um, I missed some of it, but I and I hope that this wasn't covered already. Could you speak about the rotor at, um, commands for Braille? I'm not sure what those do, like Braille Zoom, invert Braille, stuff like that. You know anything about those? I have not looked into them yet. Those Has anyone else looked at them? No, those are all related uh, commands for the expanded um, multi-line multi Braille displays, yes. Okay. So if you don't have a multi-line Braille display, as far as I know at the moment from my brief kind of testing since we've been on this call with my Braille display, it's not going to do anything for you. Okay, thank you. You're, You're welcome. more than welcome. And I believe someone in Clubhouse has a question. We do. We have Larry. You may unmute. Hello, Larry. Actually, I did not have a question. I got a request to become a speaker, and so, um, but I will create a question on the on the uh, being able to add to the different speech engines when that is totally available. Do you think we'll be able to do that with Siri, where we can bring Eloquence into Siri, or will that still be locked down from us being able to update a speech engine into it? My guess is Siri will remain. Uh, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to keep yeah. that locked down. It'll only be available for third parties, which is sad. Yeah, yeah. because it's more of a marketing thing, right? They want a unique voice for her. Well, yeah, I no, I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's my manufactured question, even when I already didn't have an official one. 
Thanks, Sandra. Cool. All right. Anyone else have any questions tonight? Anyone else in Clubhouse? Nope. That's all in Clubhouse, Belinda. All right. Everyone. Thanks. All right. Uh, next up is Malcolm. Hello. Uh, great show, guys. Uh, two things. One, the last comment you made about shut down, power down your phone. You said you had to hit the volume up, volume down, and then the off button. Is that new for iOS 16? No. no. Okay, because I've done it where I've just held the volume up button and the power button at the same time, and it brings up my uh, shutdown screen. That will take a picture now. At least on my nope. phone, it does. No, volume up and the power button still will also bring up that that shutdown menu. If you press, really? so if you press and hold them, it'll bring up your power yep. menu. If you right. just yep. press them Let and release them, right. Jeff, you'll take it. Yeah, that's what I do. I press and hold both oh, at the same right, time. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, uh, eloquence is where do I find that? Is that in the settings? Uh, yep. Go to settings, accessibility, speech. voiceover, and go to speech. Mm -hmm. And then up under the voices section, you can find uh, the eloquence voices or any of the other voices that we've talked about. And okay. I believe eloquence is a download, so it's probably going to take a couple of minutes once you tap on it. It's pretty fast, though, because it's small. Yeah. Okay. Well, it depends on your internet speed, Jeff. That's oh, true. Yeah, well, that's true. So after I do iOS 16, then I would go to voiceover and, and download Eloquence then. Yep. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. No yeah, problem. Thanks for uh, yeah. chiming in. Jeff, not, not everybody has, you know, 10 gigabit internet. You know, I don't have 10 gigabit now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I have one gigabit, but I don't have 10. Uh, and me with my measly 300. Anyways, looks like Jane is next. Yeah, Jane, you got two more after that. You are muted, Jane. Jane. Hello, Jane. She lowered her hand. Oh, All right, let's move on left. to let's move on to Cindy. Hello, Jeff, my old friend, and everyone else. Hello, I Cindy. You're doing Cindy. well. Um, I have a question. You know, with everything that you guys talked about tonight. They need a tutorial about all this stuff. Is there any way that we can, you know, learn this stuff uh, on our own, like like a tutorial or some kind of a video or something? So I know AppleViz tends to put out a series of podcasts. They put out one that sort of highlights some of the main features of iOS 16. And then uh, Thomas Domville or an Anonymous is what he refers to himself as tends to put out a series of podcasts that go through all of the new features and walks through them. So I would uh, keep an eye on the AppleViz podcast feed and we probably will start seeing those come out in the next few days or if, if not already, I haven't looked uh, this evening. I looked earlier today. I didn't see anything new yet, but keep an eye on that. And then uh, there's also a number of books that are coming out. The iOS Access for All book is coming out later this year. And I'm sure National Braille Press is going to uh, be putting out their iOS book later this year. So there's going to be a number of ways of getting at that information, but there's also us. So, you know, if you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out to the community. We can help you. Okay, thank you. You're more than welcome. 
All right, let's try Jane again. There we go. We're back. Hey. Hey, Jane. Hello. Um, for the uh, watch, um, so I have watch OS f uh, nine, 9, watch 4. Um, I see all those voices now. How do I? I downloaded one of them, but the Siri voice keeps coming up. Huh. So, uh, yeah, I've noticed that a lot of times the downloading of the voices to the watch can take a bit of time. Uh, and so, you know, you can, you can select it and then it just may take some time for it to actually appear on the, on the device. You remember that's transfer via Bluetooth, um, Ooh, or, 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 or via Wi-Fi, depending upon where you are. But, uh, yeah, that now, can be a little finicky. Now you brought up a good thing there, Jane, that, that I don't think any of us mentioned some of these new voices, uh, specifically, well, there are some new voices that are available on the watch. Eloquence is not available on the watch, uh, with watch OS nine. However, I do have Alex on my watch. So that is, that is a, a possibility for you to use as well. But yeah, as Jeff get, said, give it a little while. I can't get him to come on my watch. I've tried. So you're really? lucky. Yeah. One thing that I experienced with that that may also help, one, it does take a long time for them to install and um, check back to see if it's actually installed. But I also had to go, like, kind of go back out of the screen where I selected Alex and then go back in and double tap it again once it was yeah. downloaded just to get it to switch over. So yeah, I've it, tried it took that a too. Little, little extra effort. It just doesn't like me. That's Apple's way of getting you to buy a new watch, Jeff. I think it's personal. I, it, it's yeah. telling me I should upgrade. Actually, you yeah. know who's telling me to upgrade is my wife. <laughs> Your she wife wants, <laughs> wants my watch, so that uh, yeah. I will. I won't tell you about the conversation Mallory and I had yesterday. <laughs> she wants the new phone and the new watch, and of yeah. course, and the new AirPods Pro. Yeah. Not yet, but anyways, who is next? All right, next up is Anne. Hey, Anne. can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Good. Thank you. Um, thank you guys for all you do. It's amazing. Um, um, when when you when you download this one, um, will it come up with everything you had before, yes. including the voice that you had? In other oh, words, it won't great, change the voice. Oh, that's a great question, actually, because when I installed iOS 16, it converted me to Samantha. Uh, and it was not a high quality version of Samantha. And so yeah, your mileage may vary depending on the voice that you're using because the, the, the voices that, that you may have on your device that are your default voice, if they've updated those, then it will reset you to something else and then you have to go back and get it. So that's, I've had that's, that happen before. Yeah, it's happen it, it happens almost Great every question. release. At least it does to me. I don't know. Great question. Yes, that also happens to me. I thought it was just a beta thing, but right, me no too. Question. Great question, and and yeah. yes, uh, if that does happen, they're not taking away any voices for anybody. Uh, no, and for no. you. Will everything else listening. come back like you had it? Yes, it will. Oh yeah, like all, all your settings stay Except the same. For the Michael. only thing that may settings change will everything. be everything. He yeah. only has uh, apps with that begin with letters A through M. All the rest <laughs> of them are gone. <laughs> all my other apps just disappeared. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it, it's called <laughs> cleaning up his device for him. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick Good. time check we've got about 15 minutes yeah hey, we got any you, more Linda. people yes we do um let's go back to clubhouse okay okay 
So we have in Clubhouse, we have Doug Oliver. You may unmute. I know who you are. Hey, Doug. Hey, Doug. Unmute, Doug. Doug. He unmuted and then So I wanted to point out for the eloquence thing that y'all were talking about earlier, um, it's very easy. Uh, whenever you switch to it, it just switches to it. You just have to select the voice you want to use. Once you select the voice, like when you first select el uh, eloquence, you'll just double tap on which voice you want it to switch in instantaneously. And it's cool. going to be a bit faster for those that uh, for those that use it. So, and flow is, flow, flow is about thirty percent faster than read. So, just thought I would point that out. So, okay, good. Uh, Thanks, Doug. So, uh, no problem. Any other questions in Clubhouse? No, sir. There are any more here yet. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Who else we have in Zoom? Uh, we still have a couple in Zoom. Let's go to uh, Pat. Hello, Pat. Pat. Uh, hello. Um, how user friendly with uh, a, a screen reader or a voiceover is this new iOS? Is it a lot easier or is it a little more uh, troublesome? Because I know I have a couple friends that have the new um, the iPhones and they have voiceover on on them uh, and so I'm just trying to figure out how how this new iOS is going to work for them so I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, take that and that's a good question there um, with new operating system, things will change. For the most part, I will say voiceover is fairly reliably reliable for me on iOS 16. I haven't ran into too many issues that haven't already been mentioned today. Um, but of course, with any update, if if you're uncomfortable with change or you you don't want to want to explore changes, then take a look at AppleViz, take a look online, see what other people are reporting for, for bugs. But for the most part, I would say it's fairly stable. What about you, Jeff and Demasi? Yeah, I would say it's been pretty stable. I mean, it's been honestly stable. I've had no major issues with it uh, other than things that we have mentioned here. Also, as I caution people, and I tend to do this on other platforms where we're talking iOS today, uh, don't feel like you need to upgrade instantly just because it came out today. Give it some time and wait for people like us to, you know, go figure out what the problems are and wait for Apple to fix those things. Because as as has been mentioned several times, uh, the community here is always going to be a great resource for you know, getting information as well as Apple Viz for knowing that, oh, this bug we talked about on Monday, well, Apple fixed it two weeks later. So, you know, that's no longer a problem. So don't feel the pressure to upgrade right away. Uh, but it is solid. It's, it's stable. Typically, if you were using IO, iPhone, iOS before 16 came out, you can still operate your phone exactly the same way. You can even completely ignore all of these features that we talked about that they've introduced in the system. They're not going to get in your way. They're not going to change the way that your device behaves at all. But thanks. Thanks. That doesn't answer my question. Thank you, Pat. All right. So we, we have got? two repeat uh, people. Do you want to take those? 
All right, Christy. Hello, I'm back again. <clears throat> I thought of two other things I wanted to ask. When you restart your phone using Siri, do you know if it stops the voiceover? Like, because I, I've tried it and I'm like, oops, I don't have any speech here. What do I do? So I had to like try to figure out how to turn voiceover back on. Finally, so I said, okay, I, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, so finally I just said, you know what? I think I'll just power it on and off myself. So for me, the process worked. I told Siri to restart my phone. It asked me, yeah. do you want me to restart this device? I right. said yes. It, and it, then it, yes, yeah. voiceover went away because the phone was restarting. However, voiceover did come back on a couple of seconds later and gave me the time. And then I had to swipe up and enter my passcode like I normally would when I turn my phone on. Oh, so no, yes, you will lose voiceover during that startup. Oh, okay. Yeah, mine, my, I lost it, but I don't, I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, so that that was the one question. Oh, man, there was something else, and I forgot it. And I'll think of it at 3 in the morning. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> well, thank you all for right, well, uh, thank sharing you your much. question. Yeah, no yep. problem. Yep. Malcolm. Hi, guys, again. Um, you're referring to Apple. Is that Viz, V-I-S, or Biz, B-I-Z? Viz, V-I-S, V-I-S, ice cream Sam, yes sir. <laughs> Victor ice cream sandwich, good. I like that already. <laughs> um, um, is that a podcast or a web uh, website, or what is it exactly? Or how do I get onto that? Uh, so you can go to Apple Viz, and it's all spelled together: a p p l e v i s dot com. Uh, it is a website, so they do have blog posts there as well as uh, community comments, and then they do also have a podcast uh, that I believe is just called the Apple Viz Podcast. Yep. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Great question, Malcolm. Thank you very much for that, uh, Belinda. Who else do we have left in this last ten mi nine minutes? All right, we got Clubhouse again. All right, Clubhouse. We don't hear Clubhouse. Okay. Oh, there you I'm are. right here. We don't have anybody in Clubhouse. Okay. Thank you. The hand raised. Uh, maybe Does Herbie, Herbie have a question, yeah. maybe? Herbie, do you have a question? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so actually more of a comment, and I'm kind of surprised that because I've mentioned this to somebody else earlier today, and they're like, what? I didn't know this, and this has been such an instrumental part of um, audio messages since they Apple introduced it. Um, rather than having to go through the apps method to send an audio message, you can go to the iMessage field, double tap so you can edit it, and then if you hold the phone to your ear, it will make the dinging sound, and you can start talking, and... The nice thing is you don't have to hold any buttons in or anything like that. You just sit there and talk away. And then when you're done, you move it away from your ear. It brings up the dialogue. Do you want to cancel, send, or play? And you do whichever one you want. And you are good to go. And if all else fails, you also have the Siri method of sending audio messages to you where you say ask you know ask her to send an audio message to blah 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 yep yep i i would great. say <clears throat> great point harvey great point i did mention that in the video that i recorded that's probably why i didn't think about it either because i've been telling everybody the same thing for like the past three days hey this button is broken so do it these ways now 
Good. Yeah, and the, thank you. The one reason I don't use the hold to my ear method that much is because often Demacio send me long messages, and so I only listen to half of them, and then I just call them because it's faster. And when you hold it up to your ear, unless you found a way, Herbie, <laughs> it will insist on playing the rest of those messages before letting you record. So, message. Michael, I'm going to let you in on a quick tr trick on this one. This is where your Mac can really come in handy. Get the message to play on there so it'll delete from everywhere and you can walk away <laughs> while it's playing or be doing something else. And um, oh, am I giving good advice here, guys? Sorry. Uh, or bad advice? I don't know. But that's... Um, I have some people not on this community that leave me some extremely long messages, so um, I don't even call them back. I just respond to what I hear in the first couple minutes, and if you say anything else important after that, good luck. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where your Mac can really come in handy, or you can get the message just playing on your phone and, you know, put it on speaker, turn the volume down, and uh, walk away, and come back in a few minutes, or a few hours, depending on how long his <laughs> messages are. But that's go. useful for sending messages, especially. I use it more for that. Um, yeah. And Perfect. it is a problem if you're... I don't know if it'll work if you're wearing headphones or Bluetooth headphones. That's the only disadvantage with that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we got about five minutes left. Yeah, we got a couple more hands still. Okay. okay. We have probably time is for a Is there any more in Clubhouse? No. No more okay. in Clubhouse. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Jane. Um... My eloquence keeps saying bar every time I want. I'm scrolling through something. What is, what is the bar? And um, I'm not sure. It sounds like a punctuation symbol or something that you're seeing. Oh yeah, because I've not heard that with. I've not heard that either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and quick tip: there are a lot more verbosity options, and yes. you can also play sounds if you get very annoyed with them you yeah can... you could do that before <laughs> yeah, yeah but there's a lot more so, yep. so and just... there's some new sounds too oh yes yeah too yep. many great okay we only have just right. a couple of minutes jane so we're gonna probably go on to the next one all right diane hi um where was that uh where you were uh when you saw the video about the door you know finding the door Oh, I, I, that's on my computer, actually. I'll, what I'll do is I'll send this to... Uh, um... No, I mean, where was the... Where in the setting? I mean, where oh, you go oh, to oh, set oh, that oh. up? I'm sorry. Um, so you go into the Magnifier app, and that's where you configure it. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yep. all right. Magnifier. Sounds good. All right, and we're clear. We are clear. That is good timing. That's we really awesome. appreciate Perfect. you guys. Well, I want to I want to thank Michael and Demasi and of course Belinda for uh, helping us uh, drive the train tonight, and I want to thank all the listeners for yeah, coming out. Thank you, and, everybody, and asking great questions. It was really awesome, and uh, we'll have to do this again, gentlemen. This was fun.